Hey guys, welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast. Thanks so much for joining. Are you somebody that has painted and maybe you get two or three steps into your painting, you think it looks horrible and you throw it away and don't finish the painting? Or have you finished a painting, but because all you can see are the places that you think you messed up or you think that are horrible, you don't show anybody, you throw it away and you're possibly never going to paint again. Um, does that sound familiar for you? In this society of instant gratification, we think every single step has to be perfect. And I'm here to let you in on a little secret. There is no such thing as perfect. And the only way to fail at painting is to not paint at all. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to discuss the question that was addressed. How do you stay positive when learning to paint? When learning to paint scares me. How do you stay positive? So stay tuned for this podcast and we will dive into that topic. Welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast, the place where first time and beginner painters can learn more about acrylic painting, the mindset of learning a new skill, and where your creative questions will be answered. Hey guys, welcome to the Paint with Lovejoy podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and thanks for checking this out. Um, as I've stated in my other podcast, I'm really excited how this platform's going. I'm really enjoying um, this method of conversing with you and delivering information. It's really, really exciting. So I hope you are enjoying it as much as I am. This is a first time and beginner painter podcast. So if you do have questions, please feel free to leave a comment. Um, on any of my social media or for this particular video or episode, or feel free to email me your questions, paintwithlovejoy at gmail.com. Um, so in today's episode, the question that was sent to me was, how do we stay positive? How do you stay positive during the painting process when you're kind of scared and really, really nervous about what you're painting? And that's a really good question. And quite a few of you um, emailed very similar questions to this. So I'm just going to kind of incorporate my answer to all of those. And it's a good one as far as mindset goes for my beginner painters. It is really scary when you start out painting, especially when you see all these um, videos on YouTube, things on social media, uh, maybe some of your friends are painting and they make it look pretty effortless and you're really scared and nervous. And like I said in the little bumper, um, maybe you've painted and you get two or three steps into it and you think it looks horrible and you're doing, you know, just a horrendous job and not even doing it justice and you're ready to throw it away and quit. Or, um, I, and I see this actually a lot in many of my classes, you finish the painting, but all you can focus on are the places that you feel like you messed up or that you feel like, um, you didn't do it justice or it doesn't match the tutorial or it doesn't look as good as the person sitting next to you. Um, again, you think you did a horrible job when you actually did not. And this is something that I see in a lot of my students and it comes from our society, our instant gratification society, all these uh, uh, Instagram filters, all these perfect, perfect things that we think we see and Really, the only way to fail at painting is to not paint at all. So the fact that you actually went through it, maybe you only got through the first three steps, maybe you got through the whole painting, 
But just by going through those steps, that means you are already successful in the painting process. Even if you don't finish the painting, you still took those first couple of steps, you still put the brush and paint to canvas, and that is worth congratulating yourself on because you tried. And what I wanna do in this episode is talk about our mindset and how you can have a kinder mindset towards yourself, a kinder attitude towards your own progress. And that's gonna help you move forward. And I completely blame it on um, social media and all this instant gratification of the society. And as much as I love the paint and sip industry, it has trained people to think that they have to have a perfect painting in less than three hours and that they have to be perfect from that first painting or you know you might as well just not even try again and i i really hate that perspective and i see it a lot in so many of my students so i really want to um talk about how we can step away from that so before we even get into that as you are beginning your painting as you buy your supplies as you do your, those first two or three steps of your painting i want you to stop congratulate yourself for getting that far and even if it's just buying the supplies congratulate yourself for getting past that step so many people don't even get that far and even those of you that you know you're on your third step of the tutorial or the painting and you think it looks horrible you still have already gotten further than a lot of other people so congratulate yourself on your own progress on your own journey on exactly where you're at right now and we're going to continue to move forward and like I said earlier, with that nice positive mind step, mindset, um, it helps that moving forward go a little bit easier, a little bit smoother. And with that being said, I do want you to take it one step at a time. And if you just purchase supplies, take the next step in finding out what you want to paint. And then take the next step to actually painting that at home. If you're on your third or fourth step, um, I'm going to encourage you to go ahead, continue and finish that tutorial, finish that painting, get through those next steps. And if you've already completed a painting and you think it's horrible and you don't want to show your friends and you're ready to throw it away, I'm going to encourage you to find three things that you are proud of yourself on for that painting and that you did well and even if it's just oh i did pretty good on blending in the background or i did okay on my signature or i did okay on this tiny little detail no matter how small i want you to find three things that you did really well in your painting that you're proud of yourself for and then i want you to move on to your next painting because as i've said in many of my videos what you learn from your first painting or what you learn from any painting that you're currently working on you're going to take those skills into your next painting and build on them and then you'll take those skills into your next painting and build on it so this is a journey this is not about being perfect and this is your individual journey it's not supposed to be like anybody else's it's just your journey so try to be humble in your own process and be proud of your small achievements. And as you're proud of your small achievements at any step that you're in, it's gonna give your brain that permission to start looking for the other good things that you're doing, the other things that you're proud of. So again, take it one step at a time, 
find the things that you are proud of yourself for on that particular step and then move into the next step. I also want you to take your progress photos, something else that I stress in all my videos. And after you do um, even your first painting or your first couple of paintings, those progress pictures are excellent confidence builders to move you into your next step that you might be scared um, or that next step that you might be uh, hesitant to take. Look back at those progress pictures. Try to remember how you might have felt when you were painting or uh, when you took that particular picture, especially if it's one from your very first couple of paintings. Remember how that felt and then kind of analyze it to how you're feeling right now on your second, third or fourth or fifth painting and realize that with a little bit of practice and taking it one step at a time, you are getting better and more comfortable at a, possibly a slow pace, but that's okay. You're still getting more comfortable and better with each step that you take. All right, and with um, kind of explaining everything like that, I'm gonna give you a bit of an, an, an analogy. There we go, hopefully I won't be too much more tongue-tied over that, but I'm gonna give you an analogy to something that you have done, hopefully um, on a weekly basis, but that's something I think most everybody has done in their life, and that is um, make a meal for yourself. And a lot of times when you make a meal for yourself and we've got all these great meal kits, the Blue Apron and the Home Chef and something greens, I can't remember all of them, but there's a lot of them out there. And they'll send you a recipe. And maybe it's a recipe you've never made before or when you were um, younger and had you know maybe a favorite recipe that you wanted to learn that was a family tradition and you know one of your parents or you know a member of your family was showing you how to make that recipe you possibly didn't get it correct on the very first try Ugh, i don't like that let's cut that out let's start over So to kind of bring all of that together, what we just talked about, I'm gonna compare um, your painting process to following a recipe. And it could be a recipe from one of those meal prep kits, something that you've never made before, or maybe it's your favorite recipe um, and one of your family members or community members showed you how to make it. Now, when you're making that recipe, Maybe one or two or three steps into the recipe, it doesn't really look appetizing, doesn't really um, look yummy to eat at all and looks kind of weird. And generally it doesn't look like what the final outcome um, of that meal is or what it's gonna look like. And that's a lot like the painting process. Those in-between steps, those first three or four steps are gonna look awkward. They're gonna look weird. They're not gonna look like what the final is supposed to be. And that's part of taking the steps and taking that recipe one step at a time. So for my painters out there that get really frustrated at steps two and three or any of those middle steps, try to remember that just like a recipe, you do need to follow all the steps and then it kind of comes together at the end when it's time to eat your meal or um, you know, you're done following the recipe. And keep in mind that when you are learning to cook or follow a recipe, it takes practice. And it takes um, time and practice to find that right balance 
for making your meal and tweaking it to your liking. Painting is very similar. When you're first starting out and beginning to follow the recipe or the steps, first you have to get comfortable with the steps and the ingredients. And then before you know it, you maybe start making um, substitutions because you're a little more comfortable or a little more confident and kind of playing with that recipe. Painting's gonna be the same way. Get your basic understanding for the steps, get comfortable with it, and then you'll start making little tweaks and adjustments that you want. And each time that you make your favorite recipe or you make a meal, and especially if you've made it more than once, you know, sometimes you mess up. Sometimes it doesn't taste right. Does that mean you throw out the whole meal and give up and never try again? No, you still eat the meal and you go, well, I do this differently. I wouldn't cook it as long or I wouldn't add this ingredient or I'd substitute this. And as you're eating it, you kind of think about all those things. And then the next time that you go to make that recipe, um, you'll take the things that you learned when you messed up and you'll apply it to the current time that you're making that recipe. And again, very, very similar to painting. So don't give up in the middle of your painting and throw it away and don't give up after your first painting and throw it away. Give it a good try. Give it, um, I think in the last podcast, I recommended doing, you know, at least a half dozen to a dozen paintings before you call it quits. That way it gives you enough time to really kind of dive in, see if you like it, hopefully you do like it, and also see how you're going to learn with it. And after a dozen paintings, or even after a half a dozen paintings, if you truly do not enjoy painting, that's okay. You have permission to try something else. And I do hope that you try something else. Because as I've stated in so many of my videos, having positive and creative outlets in your life help just keep your life balanced and helps gives you a nice um, stress relieving activity to do. So Again, even if you don't stick with painting, please try other creative um, activities for yourself. Another very important factor when learning, and we've touched on it um, a little bit earlier in this podcast, is trying to paint or trying to make that recipe in a space of non-judgment and just kind of enjoying the process that you go through to create that painting or even to uh, make or create that meal. Enjoy the process and you'll take the things that you learn and then the next time that you paint or the next time that you make that meal, you will continue to improve. And for those of you that do have a hard time with that aspect, um, you're used to being very critical of yourself, you're used to finding all the, the things that you want to pick apart or all the places that it wasn't successful, I'm going to encourage you to just kind of flip that concept and use that um, analytical judgment for good. Try to find all the positive things that you are doing in your painting, that you are doing in that recipe, that are, you are doing in life in general. And if it is hard to kind of reach that mindset, I'm going to introduce you to something that I talk about um, in many of my classes is what I call the kindergarten mindset or the five-year-old mindset. And we've all seen kids, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, eight-year-olds, um, grab crayons or markers and just jump right into painting or jump right into their creativity or coloring or even jump into their painting if that's the tools that they have in front of them. And they jump into it 
with no thought at all. They don't really have any judgment when they are painting. And then they are so proud of themselves when they're ready to show you their piece and big smile on their face. And how do you react to that when a kid shows you that type of artwork? You respond in kind and talk about what a great job that they did. You talk about maybe what you see and what they created. You maybe ask them questions and it's a really fun, you try to be as positive as possible for them. So I want you to bring that into your own creative journey, into your own life. And like I said, I call it the kindergarten or five-year-old mindset. So as you're going through your painting process, maybe you're on that fourth or fifth step and you're, you know, starting to think it looks horrible and why are you doing this and what's the point? I want you to put on your kindergarten mindset, a uh, little thinking cap. What would you tell your inner five-year-old? What would you tell a kindergartner if they presented the artwork that you're looking at right now to you and they were five years old? What would you tell that individual? What would you tell yourself? And I want you to do that. I want you to talk to your inner five-year-old and point out all the positive things that you see, all the things that are making them smile, what a great job they're doing. And when you do that for yourself, it's pretty amazing how that does encourage you to finish, um, to continue on with the painting. And either that is continuing on and finishing the steps and finishing the painting and not throwing it away in the middle of the process, or if you do finish that painting, what would you tell your five-year-old self about how great of a job you did on your painting and then move into your next painting and paint again? So it is important to be positive for your own progress. Talk to yourself as if you were a five-year-old being creative. And then before you know it, that's going to move you along in your creative journey. It's going to help you look at things from a more positive manner. And it's going to help you find the joy in just the act of creating. And again, that is one of the most important things that I try to stress. Just the act of creating is rather stress relieving. It's a nice escape from the world. And I want more adults hanging out in that space because it does help so many other aspects of your life. So when you feel yourself being way too harsh or judgmental, put on your kindergarten little mindset thinking cap and change your perspective and change the things that you would say based on what you would say to that kindergartner. And it's pretty humbling as you do that. And you have permission to do that, um, not just in painting, anytime that you're doing something new. What would you tell that inner kid inside yourself about your own progress and focus on that? Um, it's one of my favorite mindsets to be in for the creative process. And I literally, when I tell my students in class that you're now adult kindergartners, because I do generally teach adults, um, I almost see them relax and their shoulders kind of sink down a little bit more instead of being so tight and nervous. So give yourself permission to play like a kindergartner. It's so much more fun than you realize. 
Um, and that kind of seg- segues me into my last thing that I want to talk about. And it's kind of come up a lot in the last couple of weeks. Um, as adults, we don't give ourselves permission to play and to just have fun. And as we are getting more and more connected to these electronic devices, we don't give ourselves permission to just do something just because it's fun. We feel like we have to be productive. We feel like we have to keep up with where everybody else is on social media, that we gotta keep up with the news, that we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do so many things. And I want you to hear me when I say I am giving you permission to play. I'm giving you permission to paint. I'm giving you permission to be a kindergartner again. And I want you to, you know, maybe just scroll back just to this portion of the podcast and replay that statement as often as you need to until you say it for yourself. I want you to give yourself permission to play, permission to create, permission to just have fun, permission to do something that does not have an outcome, that does not have something that's going to check off your to-do list, something just for fun. And I hope you can incorporate that into your life. We need to do stuff just for fun. And hopefully you can bring that motivation into your own creative process. And just to kind of go over um, the topics that we talked about today, we the question was, how do you stay, basically, how do you stay motivated um, during the beginning stages of painting when you are rather scared? So first, you're going to congratulate yourself for wherever you are at and honor where you're at right now in your creative journey. You're going to take it one step at a time as you move forward. And that's it. One step at a time. You're going to give yourself permission to play, permission to enjoy the process, and you're going to keep trying, keep painting, keep pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, and keep learning just a little bit more. And focusing on the play aspect and the process will take you out of some of the other stresses in your life. When in doubt, reflect back on your progress photos. Those progress photos are a visual documentation of your learning, of your growth. And if it's your first painting, look back at the progress and in 30 seconds when you flip through the phone, you're like, okay, not as bad as I thought. Maybe I can do this again. And if you're on your sixth or your 12th painting, look back at all your progress photos and compare your first painting to your last painting. And I do hope that you can see and articulate for yourself all the things that you are proud of um, for your journey, for your progress, all the things that you have um, learned and grown with. And that is how you continue to move forward on your own creative journey. It's how you continue to learn something new. It's how you continue to push forward on something that you're a little unsure on or you might be a little bit scared. And by doing that in 
the painting world, which is just paint, just being a kind of a kindergartner or a creative five-year-old, which is fun. It's going to give you the confidence to go try some things that are harder as far as painting goes, maybe some harder tutorials, or it's going to give you confidence to try something else that you've been thinking about for a while, but was almost too scared to approach. Um, and maybe that's taking a specific class for your business or something that you're interested in, or maybe it's taking a trip that maybe scared you, you know, as you can gain confidence in one area, it's going to give you the confidence to step out of your comfort zone and try something new in another area of your life. And that's kind of that nice organic um, connection with everything in your life and everything that you do. So I'm very, very grateful to be able to offer positive feedback um, and insight in the creative process so that way it can help you in other areas of your life. So I think this is going to be kind of a long one. I'm going to conclude it there, but please keep trying to keep a um, positive mindset for yourself as you step out of your comfort zone and as you continue to learn more. I, for one, am very, very proud of you for all the efforts that you have made at each step in your journey. It has not gone to waste. I am proud of you. And I do hope that you are proud of yourself for all of those steps. So please leave any comments or questions or anything that you have on my social media uh, accounts. If you want me to address a new question for the podcast in the future, please leave that. You can always email me paintwithlovejoy at gmail.com. Uh, please subscribe to the channel. Do all those normal social media things that you're supposed to do. Um, your support is invaluable. And it has helped push me along all these years and I continue to do new things. So thank you to my community for being there, for embracing all the things that I'm doing and for pushing your own comfort zone and getting creative. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.